everybody. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, and we are back with the Brilliant at the Basics series. And I'm with my business partner, Peter Vexelman in Atlanta. How are you, Peter? I'm doing great. Awesome. How are you doing, Jeff? Really, really good. Um, today, we're going to kind of continue our series of just being brilliant at the basics. You know, how to dominate your market by being simple, keeping it simple, being really, really good at the basics things. First, I want to tell you, though, we did write a book. If you go to freebasicbook.com, you get the copy of this book freebasicbook.com but Peter and I have a have a marketing done for you coaching program that we actually set up the same businesses that the same business that we're doing in our markets Peter in Atlanta me in St. Louis and in multiple markets across the country and we just duplicate our systems and create the same marketing the same websites the same CRM systems that we're doing in our marketing we'll set that up for our folks in their own markets. And so if you want more information about that, you just go to peterandjoe.com, peterandjoe.com. Learn more about the opportunity that we have. We have students all over the country that are crushing it right now. I just talked to somebody recently, Peter, um, he's done 11 deals with our marketing in his market. Um, so anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about, you know, what, what do you do if, and we'll see where this kind of goes, it might take a different direction, but you know, a lot of Peter, a lot of folks have, they do the marketing, they get a ton of leads, and they have a hard time handling the volume. You know, it's just like a lot of calls. I mean, the marketing that we send out works, right? And so what do you do, and I'll give you this question, Peter, what do you do when you're doing all the marketing and it's working, you're getting a lot of calls, and you're just, you're getting overwhelmed with the volume of calls that are coming in? How do you handle all of those leads? Well, you know, it's interesting you asked me that because, you know, usually... A lot of times when you're talking to people that are in this business, the problem's the opposite, right? They're like, well, what? How do I, how do I get my phone to ring? How do I get the marketing to work? And, and those are usually the, the things that you have to work through with. But in reality, sometimes the totally opposite happens. You're right. Sometimes it could be an overwhelming thing. I mean, in this business, there's different parts of this business that if you're not set up correctly, could, could be uh, overwhelming. And it could be actually too overwhelming to a level that I've seen. I know you've seen it literally drives people out of business. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is just too much. This is just too crazy. And, and so, you know, one of the things we always talk about is that we're in a business of leverage and not only leverage from a financial standpoint of, of leveraging money. We're in a business of leverage from a standpoint of people. And the great thing about this business, it really doesn't matter what market you're in. You could be in a market that's got, you know, 10,000 investors around you or you can be in a market that's got a couple dozen investors around you. Uh, that one thing that's that we always know is there's always people that are looking to get more leads into their pipeline. There's always investors out there, always wholesalers out there that are looking to do more deals. So the one thing I always tell people, look, if you if you got the marketing down, let's say you're working with us, and, and, and if you're working with us, I promise you, you're going to get the marketing down. I mean, we are going to get you more leads and more potential opportunities than you could look at. And so if you ever get to the point where you're feeling overwhelmed, all you do is you connect with a local wholesaler or a local investor. You know, one of the things that these individuals do and need to run their businesses, they always need more deals. They're transaction people. They need more and more and more deals. So they're always looking for different opportunities and different, different ways to get deals and get leads coming in. So the one thing I always encourage people, hey, if you've got too much coming in, all you do is you go to your local RIA group. Go to a couple of local area groups and you don't have to spend more than 10 minutes them and you could find out right away who the top investors are, who the top um, wholesalers are in the area. 
Okay, so step one, find out who the top wholesalers are. Number Step number two, contact them and just let them know, look, uh, um, my strength is marketing. I'm doing that really well. I got more leads than I know what to do with. So how about you and I do this? I'll be the marketing arm of this partnership. You do the, let's say the flipping, the wholesaling side uh, part of this. And then you could, you guys can figure out who actually structures the leads. Most of the time, these wholesalers will actually take a raw lead and they'll walk the deal all the way through. They'll go meet with the sellers. They'll go structure the deals and they'll actually flip them the back end. So you tell them, look, I'll get you, I'll get you opportunities. I'll get you leads. And that's what you do. You do maybe a 50-50 split. Maybe if they're doing more of the work, you do a 60-40 split. Who cares? Bottom line is this. You got a machine that's generating leads. You got somebody on the back end that's handling the leads. You're pretty much positioning yourself in the middle. Talk about leverage in this business. They do the deals. They negotiate. They get the contracts going. Then they funnel it to their investors. They funnel to their buyers. They flip the deals. And you basically split in the lead and you, you know, you're splitting the profits. I mean, what, what, what a great way to do that. So again, leverage, leverage, leverage. Anytime you get in a position where you're getting overwhelmed, it doesn't matter what, you know, we happen to be using this marketing angle right now, but any position in this business that you're overwhelmed, you could always leverage off other people's uh, talents and uh, resources. Yeah. And you don't have to, it's, it's not a big expense. I mean, like even if you would decide to bring in uh, a negotiator, to take the calls, you can pay them on a commission basis, right? So it's not like you're adding anything to your bottom line. Um, if I mean, it's not like you're taking away anything from your bottom line is what I meant to say. The um, Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, the biggest complaint we get from our partners that we're doing the marketing for is, I got too many leads. I'm overwhelmed. How do I keep up with these volume of leads? And we're just keeping it simple. We're just doing some basic direct mail marketing, and we're we're going into Craigslist and we're scraping leads and then sending text messages for our for our clients. I was thinking while you were talking of a book I read called The Pumpkin Plan. Really, really good book. Everybody should read that. And I and I wish I could remember the guy's name. But it's it's an excellent book. It's called The Pumpkin Plan. It's about growing giant pumpkins. And if you want to if you look at what giant uh, pumpkin farmers do, <clears throat> they buy these really expensive seeds that they know will produce large pumpkins. And they're like a thousand or two thousand dollars per seed, right? So they're they're investing in marketing that know they know that works, right? They plant it in the ground, and they let that that uh, vine pumpkin plant grow, and then they look because that that one seed will produce many different pumpkins, right? And they look to see the best, most promising pumpkin, and then they cut off everything else and focus all of the nutrients and they in that pumpkin plant to that one pumpkin. And they nurture it, and they grow it, and they cultivate it, and then it grows into the giant pumpkin. He relates that to business, real simple, because we all have, we need, our goal is to find our sweet spot. And some of us are just not good on the phone talking to sellers. Maybe you have a full-time job. Maybe you're just overwhelmed with all of the family responsibilities that you have. And you're doing the marketing, the leads are coming in, but you're just not good at talking to sellers. Or you don't have the time to call them back. Um, as quickly as possible. There's three things that I, in this book that I thought were really, really fantastic about finding your sweet spot. And one of them is in, in any business, you need to offer a service that's, if, if you have these three things, you have your sweet spot. Something that's unique, you're working with your best customers, and you're, it's automated. And 
it's, it's hard for me to describe in the short little podcast kind of what I'm talking about, but you should read it. With this model of doing the marketing and then sending the leads to another local wholesaler or someone like Peter, like we'll talk about in a minute, um, what you're, that's, for me, that was my sweet spot. And when I read that book while we were on our RV trip, um, that's really kind of just blew my mind because what I'm offering now is pretty unique. I have a system of marketing that really, really works well, gets the phone to ring, I get a ton of calls. And I have a follow-up system that's really unique, too, that generates a lot more business even after that first lead comes in. I'm working with my best clients. My best customers are these wholesalers, guys that are already doing a bunch of deals. And I can automate this whole thing. I can have the uh, a VA or a local assistant send out the marketing and have it come back. So I don't know if that all makes sense, but find out what your sweet spot is. And P- Peter, we, we have one of our clients actually that was in a similar spot, right? He, he was doing a bunch of marketing and getting a lot of leads, and he wasn't able to keep up with them. So what did he do? Well, that's, that's the unique thing we do for our partners that join our partnership program is we go even above and beyond that. So we, we got one of our partners, his name is Travis. He's in California. And so what he was like, you know what? I'm glad we're doing marketing. I can't really get to all the leads. And I don't really have the time to go out there and find the wholesalers. But so because he's kind of part of our infrastructure already. So here's what we did. We said, okay, why don't you go ahead and divert your marketing into the Atlanta market? which is obviously where I'm doing my business. So he took his marketing dollars he was spending with us and he actually funneled it into an Atlanta market. And my office did pretty much everything for him. We did the direct mail and whatever marketing we were doing. We took the calls. We negotiated the deals. We did the inspections. We put together the marketing packages. Oh, oh uh, and we flipped the deals. And you have the buyers. And we Yeah, and we flipped the deals and we had the buyers. And so uh, now Travis did do one thing. He showed up on my office and he collected the check. So so basically he literally I mean, this is pretty crazy what we're able to do for our partners that join our program. We all he did is put some money in. We did all the work. As a matter of fact, it was a one to seven rate, seven to one ratio for every one dollar he put in. In the end, he got seven dollars out. So, you know, I actually did a video with him. I called him Travis, the genius investor. Um, he, he, he really figured it out, but that's, that's the cool thing. Again, leverage, finding out people, whether it's in your marketplace or another marketplace that are better than you have the ability, have the time, have the wherewithal to do it, connect with them, structure some kind of a deal, whether it's a financial deal or whether it's a deal structuring deal. And then, you know, off you go. I mean, you know, I kid you around about you being, you know, driving around in the bus all the time, but that's it. I mean, that's how you're doing your deals right now. I, I don't know last time. You went out and looked at a deal. I don't know the last time that you, you know, did the, the, the kind of the day to day step. You're all about doing that. We do the same thing. And, you know, for people that work with us, that's what we show them how to do, how to leverage their operation and how we could be that leveraging piece, actually. Peter always gives me a hard time about being lazy and I'd never do any work. <laughs> it's like, where's the love? You know, come on. I do work. I work really hard. I see it's all about working and this is an overused phrase. It's all about working in your on your business, not in your business, right? And I think yeah. I've found that the less you work, the more you make. The less you work there in the middle and all the details, and the more you can outsource it the stuff that's important to the right people who are good at it, the better off you are. Now, with Travis, you know, we're not making any income claims, we're not guaranteeing that you know those results are, are um, not typical. We, we just got to be real clear about making income claims. But 
um, it's really, really important that you, you look at what's the best use of your time? What are you good at? Because when you are partnering with another wholesaler, you may actually be making more money per deal than you would if you were on your own, even though you're splitting the profits. And let me explain it this way. Peter and his team, they have excellent negotiators. I mean, you have like 10, 12 people in, in Peter's office that are negotiating all day, every day with dozens and dozens of sellers, each person. And these guys are good at negotiating deals, right? They're probably better at it than Travis is. So they're going to get it at a lower price than Travis could probably buy it at. And Peter has better buyers than probably you could probably you could find on your own. I mean, he's got guys that are willing because his buyers list is so big. He's got buyers that will pay more for the properties. So not only then is he negotiating a lower price, he's also selling it at a higher price than what you could probably do on your own. And when you're working with a good wholesaler, you got to look at the big picture. I mean, if you're looking at your return on your time, you're going to make way more money with partnering with the right people. Bottom line bottom line so oh very good peter i can see your window is open there in the back it must be warm in atlanta you were just having you had a big huge ice uh, storm recently didn't you we had a big scare not, most of it did not materialize but they did forecast it and based upon the forecast we shut atlanta down but yeah it's awesome here today i'm actually in my home office still here and uh it's probably about 50 60 degrees outside and um perfect weather <laughs> I'm looking at snow and 20-something degrees, but anyway. That's all why right. we live south. That's right. So, listen, guys, go to peterandjoe.com, uh, peterandjoe.com, to get more information about how to work with me and Peter, how we can do your marketing for you, set up your systems. It's basically a simple business in a box that we can duplicate. We've duplicated it all over the country. It's working. It's working really, really well. And on there, you can also find more information about how you could possibly work with Peter in the Atlanta market. It's not open for everybody. It's an application process. We want to make sure that you're going to be a good fit. Um, all right, guys, go to peterandjoe.com to get more information. Thank you, Peter.